This is the Wide Awake Parenting Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Kirsten Kazarian. As a child psychologist, I believe the most important part of the work I do is supporting parents by helping them deeply attune to their child and find their own balance of connection, nourishment, and inspiration. To do this, I lean on the practice of mindfulness. Join me in a conversation about raising our kids, raising our consciousness, and trying to stay awake. Welcome to our special Valentine's Day episode. Today, I'm going to be sharing the work of Dr. Emma Sapala, Science Director of Stanford University's Center for Compassion and Altruism, Research and Education. She wrote an article in 2014 that is still one of my absolute favorites, and it's all about a specific type of meditation and really a mindset that has too many benefits to count. Well, actually, she did count them in her article, and there are 18 scientifically backed reasons to practice loving kindness meditation to improve your health, relationships, self-esteem, and decrease your stress. If you enjoy this episode, check out Dr. Sapala's book, The Happiness Track, as well as her blog. I'll link both of these resources to the show notes, as well as some of my favorite loving kindness meditations for you to experiment with and this original article by Dr. Sapala. I'm also going to link a TED Talk where she touches on this topic. So we have a bundle of loving-kindness links for you this week. Happy Valentine's Day from the Wide Awake Parenting Podcast. So what is loving-kindness meditation? It focuses on developing feelings of goodwill, kindness, and warmth towards others. Compassion, kindness, and empathy are very basic emotions to us, and research shows that loving-kindness meditation has a tremendous amount of benefits, ranging from benefiting well-being to giving relief from illness and improving emotional intelligence. So I'm going to go through all 18 evidence-based reasons that we should give this a try, according to Dr. Sapala. And the first one is that it increases positive emotions and decreases negative emotions. In a landmark study, it was found that practicing seven weeks of loving kindness meditation increased love, joy, contentment, gratitude, pride, hope, interest, amusement, and awe. Two, it increases vagal tone, which increases positive emotions and feelings of social connection. In a study in 2013, it was found that the loving-kindness meditation compared when that intervention was used compared to a control group had increases in positive emotion, an effect moderated by baseline vagal tone, a physiological marker of well-being. And this can be healing too. So healing towards severe physical or mental ailments, specifically decreasing migraines is number three. So By practicing this meditation, studies showed it had immediate effects for reducing migraine pain, alleviating emotional tension associated with chronic migraines, also decreasing chronic pain. A pilot study of patients with chronic 
lower back pain, randomized to loving kindness meditation or standard care, loving kindness medication, meditation was associated with greater decreases in pain, anger, and psychological distress than the control group. Five, um, it decreased PTSD after 12 weeks of practicing this meditation among veterans. Six, it decreased schizophrenia spectrum uh, disorder symptoms. It decreased negative symptoms and it increased positive emotions and psychological recovery for those with these diagnoses. And we know that the brain is shaped by our activities. Regularly practicing loving-kindness meditation can help activate and strengthen areas of the brain responsible for empathy and emotional intelligence, things that can help us with our parenting, and also things we'll probably want to see in our children for them to have successful relationships with others. This meditation activates empathy and emotional processing in the brain, and Dr. Sapala showed this in her own research in 2014. It increases gray matter volume. So that's fascinating, right? In areas of the brain related to emotional regulation, when individuals were practicing this meditation, they actually increased their gray matter volume. Loving kindness meditation also benefits our psychophysiology and makes it more resilient. It increases our respiratory sinus arrhythmia. So just 10 minutes of loving kindness meditation had an immediate relaxing effect as evidenced by increased respiratory sinus arrhythmia, an index of parasympathetic cardiac control. So your ability to enter a relaxing and restorative state and a more relaxed respiration rate. It increases telomere length, a biological marker of aging. We know that stress decreases telomere length. Telomeres are tiny bits of your genetic materials, chromosomes that are biological markers of aging. However, researchers found that women with experience in loving kindness meditation had relatively longer telomere length compared to age-matched controls. So we can get rid of our anti-aging creams and get on our meditation cushions. And what does this do for our social connection? Well, number 11, according to Dr. Sapala, is that it makes you a more helpful person, something that's useful for being a parent, a family member, and is definitely something we want to encourage in our children. So loving kindness meditation appears to enhance positive interpersonal attitudes as well as emotions. For instance, researchers conducted a study that examines the effects of loving kindness meditation on pro-social behavior and found that compared to a memory control group, the loving-kindness meditation group showed increased helping behavior in a game context. Out of all of the different mindfulness-based interventions, it looks like loving-kindness meditation may be the most effective practice for increasing compassion. It increases our empathy, our empathic responses to the distress of others, but also increased positive affective experiences, even in response to witnessing others in distress. It decreases your bias towards others. A recent study found that compared to a closely matched active control condition, six weeks of loving kindness meditation training decreased implicit bias against minorities. And it increases the social connection. Participants in loving-kindness meditation interventions reported experiencing more positive emotions and also reported more gains in perception of social connection. 
And we talked a lot in episode two about the importance of self-compassion and how easy it is for us to get caught up in self-criticism and experience low self-esteem. So another way for us to take really good care of ourselves is to practice a loving kindness meditation. A study found that this meditation was effective for self-critical individuals in reducing their self-criticism and depressive symptoms and improving self-compassion and positive emotions. These changes were maintained three months post-intervention. The nice thing about loving-kindness meditation is that it has been shown to be effective in both immediate and small doses, but that it also has long-lasting and enduring effects. So Dr. Sapala, in her own research, found an effect of a small dose of loving-kindness meditation practiced in a single short session lasting less than 10 minutes, compared with a closely matched control task, even just a few minutes of loving-kindness meditation increased feelings of social connection and positivity towards strangers. And you guys can test this right now by listening to our bonus episode of a loving-kindness meditation but it also has a long-term impact. 35% of participants of a loving-kindness meditation intervention who continued to meditate experienced enhanced positive emotions 15 months after the intervention. Positive emotions correlated with the number of minutes spent meditating daily. I hope this article made you curious enough about loving-kindness meditation to give it a try. If you would like to easily access a loving-kindness meditation right now, stay tuned for our bonus episode. Thank you for joining me, and remember to spread the love this Valentine's Day on yourself, your children, your loved ones, and your fellow humans. Join us next week for an interview with Yoga Kids COO Ann Huber. She's going to break down the benefits of yoga for the whole family and give us some ideas on where and how we can incorporate yoga for kids. Please share the love by sharing this episode with someone who could use it and always share your feedback with us by going to wideawakeparenting.com. I'm Dr. Kirsten Kazarian, and until we meet again, be gentle with yourself, courageous on your path, and let's help each other try to stay awake.